you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Reverend Tomas Garza, and I hope that you're enjoying these solo episodes that I'm offering here in season five. They are intended to be quick conversations. I don't think that a single one of them that I've recorded has been more than 20 minutes in length, and this one certainly won't be. So I hope, again, that you're enjoying these and getting a lot out of them. I've been inspired to present in short snippets some foundational centerpieces about spirituality, about spiritual practice, and about taking a deep dive with yourself, whether you actually call that spirituality or not. It's some things to consider when you're taking a deep dive. Now, a reminder here, and I'll do my best to remember to mention this again at the end, but all of the past seasons of Decide to Transform, including the phenomenal interviews that I've done with men and women worldwide, are all available here on this show. It's hosted on Podbean, but available anywhere you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, you name it. All of the past interviews are still here, and they're really amazing, guys, so I invite you to check those out. So here in the latest season of the show, I've been very fond of one-word titles, and I'm fond of another one-word title for today. The topic that I want to talk about is vulnerability. Ooh. All right, a bunch of people just turned it off, didn't they? Well, if you're still listening, I invite you to tune in. Vulnerability. Yeah. In my work as a spiritual coach, as a mentor, as a Soul Path certified mentor, helping people with a deep dive with themselves, there is a lot of vulnerability that goes into it. And I will say right now that if you're one of those people that I've worked with or am currently working with, I'm very very proud of each and every one of you for having the vulnerability and having the courage to take this deep dive. Because what's really going on when we're vulnerable is that we're acknowledging that we don't have all the answers. Our way has not been working optimally for us, and it may be a disaster. It might be that the way we've set things up is blowing up in our faces and it's not working at all. It takes vulnerability to admit that, even to yourself, much less to another person. So everyone that's on a spiritual path at some point is going to feel vulnerable. Let's talk about a couple of things here on the show. 
Why, number one, is that scary? And how do we get to this point where we have on, men and women alike, by the way, a suit of armor, and we try to shield ourselves from this very vulnerability that would allow us to open and allow us to heal? So what's so scary about it is that we're not raised. Actually, I'll answer both of these questions at once, in a sense, because we're not raised to be vulnerable. Now, I'm not, by the way, just talking about men. I'm talking about men and women, human beings, all people. We're raised in these modern societies. I give my own experience as a perfect example. I'm a man that was born and raised in the United States. <laughs> I still live there. That means a culture that is predicated on individual autonomy, rugged individualism, and there is a sense that is almost bred into us. It's conditioned. It's part of our conditioning that growing up in these societies, now you could be from anywhere in the world, all modern societies have individual autonomy as a very, very important highlight. And that's even true in the sense of more communitarian societies, Asian societies that historically value the good of society at large and the greater good over individual autonomy. There's still quite a bit of individual autonomy and individualism that creeps into the, into the fray. So we're not raised to be vulnerable. We think because we're conditioned to think that we have to have all the answers, that we have to be able to rely solely on ourselves, that we have to be able to do everything by ourselves, make our own decisions. And there is a tremendous amount of social pressure heaped on us for that. This is part of what we learn in school. It's part of what we learn from our families, from our parents, from siblings, if we have them, from aunts and uncles, if we have them, from school, from our textbooks, from society itself, from all of the cultural messaging that we consume, we imbibe. <laughs> I like that word. We imbibe it. We do. We're bombarded all of the time with messaging. And it places a prominent emphasis on individual, the individual, individualism. So that being the case, it's naturally a challenge for us to be vulnerable. Because when we are, we're admitting that we don't have all the answers, that our way isn't working, and we open ourselves up to new possibilities, yes, but what's scary is opening yourself up to the very fact that you've been mistaken, that you've been, well, 
let's just use the word wrong about it, and we experience tremendous resistance toward that. That's why being vulnerable is scary. Really, that's why. This is the world of the ego. I've used the word individual and individualism countless times in this recording already to illustrate a point. Individual, ego, same. Now, you may be aware that the foundational centerpiece of my own spiritual practice is A Course in Miracles, which invites us to question everything that we now believe. So whatever your spiritual background or religious background or practice is, I invite you to do just this. Question everything that you now believe. You may find that what you've been taught isn't working for you, and that may be so blatantly obvious in your life already that it almost goes without saying. So how do we open up and make ourselves vulnerable? Well, that's what's hard, is we're conditioned to think that we're an individual sense of self. We are not. It is not just some hippie reggae singer totally high on the best weed. It's not that person's pipe dream or bong dream or edible dream that we're all one. We really, truly are. The suffering that we experience in the world is all from believing otherwise, from believing we're individual, we're a self-sustaining survival unit. What happens when we believe that? Well, we define ourselves. I'm a man. I'm a woman. I am a member of a certain ethnic group. I'm a resident of a certain country. I'm a resident of a certain state, province, or jurisdiction within that country. I'm this. I'm that. What happens then? Well, we've defined personal territory. We then defend it. We see ourselves as cut off from everyone else who's not like us. Those that are like us, we love. Those that aren't like us, we despise. And we think bad things about them. We believe that they're out to get us. Whether you lash out and attack someone or not, doesn't matter. It's the mindset that we go to work on where you feel like you're fenced in, walled in, isolated. There might be people in your wall or your compound with you. They're great. Everyone else isn't. It's that defining and defending personal territory that continues to keep us stuck. How do we get out of it? Well, spiritual practice. Extending love, forgiveness, which, by the way, will be the topic of at least one other short episode on this podcast, because as the centerpiece of A Course in Miracles, I have a lot to say on that topic. So what does it take to be vulnerable? Well, it takes a certain 
maturity, doesn't it? It takes a certain awareness that we don't have all the answers and we need help. It takes courage to admit that to ourselves and then to another person, doesn't it? How readily are you able to say, I need help? This isn't working for me. Please help me. Men and women. Now, men are especially conditioned to have to know it all, to have all of the answers, all of the solutions. I'm a 50-year-old man, I know. I was conditioned to believe that myself. So it was hard for me, especially as a young man, to show any vulnerability. That was just not what you did. And you may relate to that. Men and women are both conditioned in this way. And no matter who you are, it takes courage. It takes a tremendous amount of courage to say, hey, I don't have the answers. Please help. Now, you don't necessarily have to say this to a human being. You could utter this in the form of a prayer. Very common, very effective, yes. Please help. But what happens when you do that is, even if it's only a little bit, you lay that ego to the side. You lay your sense of rugged individualism to the side, again, even if it's only for a brief moment, and you say, please help. Show me a different way. There is quite naturally, a tremendous amount of resistance in the world to this. You may be experiencing it right now, and my hope is that you just think about what it is that you really want. Do you really want peace, or do you want the continued chaos that comes with defining and defending personal territory? Because what you want, you will end up seeing. Really, if you want conflict, that's what's coming. If you want peace, that's what's coming. How do we make it much, much more likely that we'll see peace? Well, you go deep. You take the deep dive with yourself you engage in what we call spiritual practice. It doesn't matter what tradition that you work on. What matters is that you show that vulnerability. Whether it's to a human being that you're working with as a priest or a pastor or a lama or a counselor, a mentor, or whether you just utter it in the form of a prayer. This vulnerability and courage is tremendous. What happens then? You open yourself to what is. You open yourself here in the world to growth and to radically shifting and transforming your experience. This is what I wish for each and every one of you. So, in wrapping this discussion up today, I do want to call your attention to a book that is 
all about vulnerability. As you may know, I'm an author. I've twice been an author here in this lifetime, once a solo venture and another a compilation. And I'm proud to let you know, I'm very happy to announce that I have just been published as a contributing author in another compilation called Find Your Voice, Save Your Life 4. It's the fourth book in that series, Transcendent Men, Real Stories. It's an all-male author compilation, and everyone, men and women alike, can benefit from this because there are over 20 male voices. I'm only chapter 12 here, but there are multiple male voices and stories, really hard-hitting stories about guys who have really been through some serious shit and have discovered and developed and leaned into this sense of vulnerability and courage because that's what it takes for all of us here on the path is vulnerability and courage. Vulnerability and courage. The more vulnerable you are, Rest assured that the more you're setting your ego aside. It's the ego that doesn't want you to reach out for help. It's the ego that says, no, you got this. You got this, man. No, you don't need to talk to this woo-woo guy. He's full of shit. That's the ego talking, wanting to keep you, well, confused. It's confused, remember. So... Naturally, when you identify with the ego, you get confused. Vulnerability is a huge step in the process of undoing that. It's one that I invite you to take. So please feel welcome to scope out on Amazon, Find Your Voice, Save Your Life for Transcendent Men, Real Stories, which is, is really a, a beautiful, hard-hitting book. That's available in paperback and ebook. And as always, I'd like to invite you to reach out to me, Tomas, T-O-M-A-S, at tomasgarza.com is my email. You're also welcome to leave comments here on Podbean. Again, this podcast is available anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's hosted on Podbean and you're more than welcome to follow me there. And also, I would say if you're benefiting from this material, I'd love to hear from you about a specific topic of interest to you. Guys, I do requests. I'm happy to do them. So email me, let me know if you're following me on social media. Let me know and I will happily record an episode of Decide to Transform about your specific question. And you know what? You will benefit the entire world because if you've got a question related to spirituality and a deep personal dive with yourself, you can bet there are many, many people in the world who have the same question too. And they would benefit tremendously from your vulnerability and courage to reach out and ask. So that is the theme. Everyone, thank you so much for joining me here.